I'm DJ Wes Sims, and you're listening to the KVRX Podcast Network. I got to cover South by Southwest this year, 2022, for the station. And one of the artists I got to chat with was Runner, a.k.a. Noah Weinman. We chatted outside the San Jack Saloon, where he played his first official South by show this year. And I also got to see him play at the Run for Cover Showcase. And he put on a really great show, just him and his guitar. So if you haven't had the chance to see him live yet, I highly recommend it. But in the interview, we get into the album that he just released last year, Always Repeating, uh, on Run For Cover, and reinventing songs, his producing work, and much more. I hope you enjoy. Cool. So standing outside of the San Jack Saloon for for Noah of Runner's uh, solo set today at South By on Tuesday. Um, How's it going? It's good. This is my first uh, South By show, so I'm excited. Cool. So did you, you've been playing mostly like solo shows since the album came out, right? Yeah. Um, I think for like the LA release show, I had like a couple friends come up, but then for tour and stuff, it's mostly been solo. But then this summer, we're looking at bringing at least like a four piece, maybe a five piece on the road. Cool. I was just wondering how, do you feel like, is it, is it more pressure to, like, play by yourself than have, like, the whole band with you? Um, it's different. There's more pressure on me to sing well when it's solo, um, and there's more pressure on, like, the rehearsals having gone well for many months for, like, the band to sound good. But that's more just, like, I don't know, big, like, Virgo energy for me, just being like, oh, I hope everyone else, like, really does well so that I have room to mess up whereas like solo there's no room to hide and if I mess up it's like everybody notices <laughs> <laughs> um, well do you um, I, I guess I want to ask a little bit about the album uh, always repeating mm-hmm. on run for cover which is serendipitous because of the name yeah. um, did you um, can you remember any like any special moments you had recording where you're like, okay, this is working. And like these should be mentioned that these are songs like you've recorded before. Um, so like, yeah. The first half. yeah. Um, so how was it like reinventing them for the album? Um, it felt really good to reinvent them because those first five songs on the album are like the original batch of runner songs to me. So they're in some ways kind of like the most important songs to me um, because that was like, I wrote those songs and that's when I, I kind of like left playing and writing for this other band and like wanted to start this new project around these songs. Um, and I used them kind of as a way to like teach myself production. So I always liked the songs, but I never really felt like I like got there with the production in 2017. So I was really excited at the opportunity to be able to like revisit them and do them given everything that I learned in the past like three, four years leading up to that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah. I kind of, <laughs> yeah. I, kinda, yeah. yeah. I got lost in my own question. Well, there's um, that, like I, that's something I noticed is like you like, you've re-recorded some of these songs and then like, you're like re-envisioning like like you did snowplow which is like a version of urgent care um with uh skull crusher and you like did those songs like you did uh 
Colors with Sunjun and uh, House Keys with Field Medic. Um, and like in, I read in your bio, it says he's looking towards the future, but he also knows that the songs and always repeating probably haven't finished them, finished playing themselves out, and they probably never will. And I just thought that was interesting, like considering like, bio, yeah. <laughs> I just thought, it, yeah, I thought it was cool, like considering the like uh, all this like reinventing of songs that like either are your your own songs or like maybe they're Sunjun songs or Field Yeah. I mean, I love getting to reinterpret songs. I love just like watering down a song to lyrics and chords and then just like seeing how much I can build it back up. Um, and it's funny, you know, you record these songs and that becomes a version, but then you play it live so many times and it evolves in ways that you're not really expecting. Um, and I was like warming up this morning at my friend's house and we were kind of just all jamming on eggshell and like they're you know not that they listen to my music a ton because they're my friends and i wouldn't <laughs> expect that from them but like their uh knowledge of the song comes from the recording and like i forget what the recording sounds like like the song is just always changing for me and um it's fun to get to like capture new versions of the way that song changes like snowplow grew out of urgent care because that's how I would do it for like live streams because I couldn't really play it the way that it's recorded like solo acoustic into a phone yeah. um, so Snowplow just kind of grew out of that and it's like that's how I play it now like that's how I'll play it at this set cool. yeah do you just by chance do you play that song like an open tuning because I tried to I learned yeah, 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 I learned yeah. I tried to learn how to play it and yeah, yeah. cool okay pretty much Songs on the recordings will mostly have like whatever tuning I think best suits the song. And then when I'm practicing it for a solo set, I, I don't want to risk tuning that much. So I kind of relearn everything in Dadgad. That's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. been the like baseline that every song kind of works if I do it in Dadgad more than standard and more than just like drop D or something. Right. Well, that's not to bring my own stuff into this, but I. I have been we've been playing a lot of shows and like if I didn't want to tune so much I would have to bring like four guitars exactly. so I'm going back and forth and it's like a waste of time on stage um, I feel that. and like I started doing stuff like that and I would break strings at shows and like that sucks knock on wood like I guitar. yeah or just like you play it with five strings and then you just keep whittling it down I don't know but yeah I'm I really just like I don't think it compromises the song I think that it it kind of just like helps it become a new version, maybe. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely try to like minimize tuning. That's cool. I cause like I when I was writing that question, I was thinking like I sometimes I'll see a band live for the first time, or maybe I'll see them a few times, and like every time they play the song, it's different. Yeah. Or like, and I'm like, wait, but I love the recording. Like, it's, why does it sound like the recording? But there's also something like cool about that. Like it just it reminds me that like songs aren't the recording. It's like kind of more nebulous than that. It's kind of something that can. It's like more of an idea that changes, which is really cool. Um, but maybe something I need to open up to a little more because I kind of get I kind of get married to yeah, certain. I think, I think a big turning point for me in music was like, you know, unmarrying the recorded and the live version. Like for Runner, that's kind of you know paramount to the project is 
the recorded version is just going to be whatever I think sounds best for the recording, and the live version is just going to be whatever I think sounds best for the live version, and I try as much as I can to treat them as different songs. Cool. Oh, well, I guess what I missed earlier was, was there anything, like, that you laid down when recording Always Repeating that you were like, this is the sauce, like, this is what I was, <laughs> like, or this, like, this is going to work, like, that may, like, I don't know, maybe at some point it was like, should I be re-recording these songs? Or like, I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. but but what, what, at what point were you like, this is like awesome. This is gonna like be like a holistic, like yeah, cohesive yeah. project. I think, well, cause it's like the, the back five tracks I didn't touch. So it's like really when I think about recording that album, I think about recording the first five. Right. And for me it was doing a wash um, because I didn't own a synth the first time I recorded um, like the original album Awash with all those songs on it um, but then I did and I was like doing all this like fun synth stuff that I learned since then and thinking like wow this is so perfect for this song I'm so happy that I'm getting to redo this can you uh, can you talk a little bit about like your producing work and like how, how do you approach uh, that differently like if you're working with Skullcrusher or you're working like for your own music, do you have to kind of uh, change your approach and stop yourself from like being like, this is what I think should happen, and then she's like, I like it better this way, and you're like, okay, it's your song. Yeah, yeah. you know, definitely. And for us, there's like that that intimacy that lets us like really communicate um, on a deeper level. Uh, but yeah, I think of producing as you know, under with a little bit of like customer service where I'm trying like you're the artist and you're going to be the one that lives with this song for the rest of your career whereas I'm working with working on it with you now but I might I'm not gonna have to play it I'm not gonna have to like go on the radio and talk about it in the same way so like I really want to give you the song that you want and you're obviously working with me because you want my touch on certain things but you do have to know when to give that up and when to like do the best that you can to trust the vision of the artist. And I think that that's something that I really try to do. Um, uh, what do you think, like, bring a tr being a trumpet player, like, brings to your songwriting um, or, like, your approach to, like, arranging songs? Because I feel like not very many people who make the kind of music you make have that background. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think, like, more than just trumpet is, like, that I was, when I was younger, I was a pretty adamant about being like a jazz musician so I've retained like certain like theory things that I feel have helped me at least when it comes to like arranging these like simple folk songs with more instrumentation um, and that's really helped me and I think that that's helped kind of like distinguish the music from other music um, and playing brass you know, I've always had a love-hate relationship with the trumpet. It's an instrument that I play. It's not an instrument that I love. I much prefer the sounds of saxophones, but playing trumpet has been a gateway to that because I'll like do the scratch and I'll play it on trumpet and then I'll get saxophones to redo it. And um, I think that that has kind of like coalesced into what I think has made kind of the runner sound what it is. Cool. Um, I guess wrapping up, is there anything uh, you want to plug slash like what what do you have coming up next? Um, I'm in the middle of mastering what is like the debut runner album, which should come out at the end of this year, hopefully, that I'm really excited about. Um, 
no previously released material, all new stuff. And hopefully we're doing a tour in the summer and we'll see from that. Nothing's set in stone yet, so this week is as far ahead as I'm looking. Awesome. Uh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Ooh, ah.